Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narber. I'm Steve Sears. And we are comedians living in Hollywood bringing you the fun and funny wrestling each and every week. And this week, there were 30 men competing for that funny. And probably only four or five of them were really funny. Yeah, four or five. The like, rest of them were you laugh. Yeah. very, very action-packed and serious. But man, was it exciting. Big fan of the Royal Rumble, are you? Yeah, the big the big fan of the Royal Rumble. A big fan of the Royal Rumble. I don't know why they don't take off their shoes before they get in there. They sully that mat. Uh, certainly not royal if you're not taking your shoes off. No, no, that's that's a spit in the old queen's face. Yeah, that's a spit in the queen's face match. Yeah, and don't you know, sometimes she has her mouth open because she breathes that way due to all the, the congestion in the air. So you're spitting in the queen's mouth when you think that's about a, it. That's a courtyard gross out right there. Yeah, you get beheaded for that kind of action. You gotta be careful. You got a scepter across the top of your head. That's right. Uh, first time I saw social outcasts. Oh, yeah. lucky you. Yeah. Sometimes that's what this podcast feels like. Social outcasm. <laughs> yeah, just a deep chasm of social outings. Yeah, just throw your Facebook passwords in there and your comments and your likes. Guys, there's no need to be a social outcast because this episode is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Loot. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Be one of the greats. Hey, look. How are your friends going to know if you don't have a wrestling-themed towel or a wrestling-themed armband or a wrestling-themed t-shirt or a wrestling-themed vest? I know now when I go to the gym and I get on the bike and people see the Mr. Perfect towel that I use, they know that I could spit gum and then knock it away every single time. That I have that perfection within me. And I got that from Pro Wrestling Loot. That's called a don't fuck with me towel. That's right. And a don't fuck me towel. Nah, that's a shame. But <laughs> Well, when I go into the men's locker room and, you know, get all cleaned up, don't fuck me. Yeah. I have a Mr. Perfect towel. And the, but the only way it works is you have to open the towel completely to do that. So you have to polish your butt like in the cartoons. You well, have Steve, to... it's also a hand towel. so it's <laughs> Yeah, the full way, Scott. You gotta open up the whole way. Yeah, I open it up, shimmy my butt across it, dry it all off. No, you're doing it wrong. You got to shimmy the washcloth across your butt. You can't shimmy the butt. Oh, not not like floss, like up and down, like no, I no, shimmy no. the butt. You're... Don't fuck me in here. Yeah. Pretend your butt is chrome and the and the towel is like for a uh, for a, a headpiece on the, what is it, uh, on the, the mantelpiece of the car. What is that? The Buick? Yeah, what is the, the front the, part? Uh, the uh, Where oh, the Jaguar the is? the headstone. The headstone. The headstone of the car. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you get one of those, you go into the gym, you go... Hood ornament. Hood ornament. Your butt is the chrome hood ornament. Uh, I I think there should be a wrestler called the hood ornament. Uh, promo code jerks. <laughs> yeah, use the promo code jerks. Get 10% off your first loot. You get all kinds of stuff. You get a don't fuck me Mr. Perfect towel. You can Allegedly. Get, yeah, well, or it, you might get fucked with it. I don't know. Hey, and there's a bunch of don't fuck me DVDs or <laughs> yeah. don't fuck with me uh, gum. Yeah, don't, don't fuck me autographs. Let's be honest. You get a bunch of wrestling loot and put it all around your house. It is a bunch of don't fuck me gear. I mean, unless you find that right special somebody and then it's like a, hey, this is the person I've been destined to fuck all along. Yeah, and then they'll fuck you and take your gear in the middle of the night because that's how great pro wrestling loot is <laughs> pro wrestling loot.com promo code there just shirts. had to be something non-consensual in there somewhere just somewhere that's right buddy <laughs> that's what the rumble is all about non-consensuality i didn't want to leave this ring i wanted to go to wrestlemania with the championship around my belt i was ready to point at a sign but you took that away from me did anybody point at that sign the entire pay-per-view Mm, I think someone did earlier on. But for like an a Kevin match. Owens or a Dean Ambrose. This won't be finished until later. Yeah. Somebody, uh, Alberto, somebody did. Somebody did point at it and it wasn't in the Rumble. I was like, oh, I see. You're getting your footage in now because they couldn't use any Rumble people. And then when they're going to edit the video together, they go, we need somebody pointing at the sign. Yeah. It's a shame. I, I, it's not necessary. I'm already excited for WrestleMania, guys. Yeah, the, the winner didn't throw the belt at the sign either. Oh, yeah. Well, that stuff we'd hope for. Honestly, I don't think he's going to get it. I mean, if anything, some lucky fan's going to take a big old face full of, <laughs> a face full of the steel. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a strap. It was a very exciting match. Um, uh, so, so let's see. I mean, we had the last man standing match, which was killer. I thought it was awesome. Uh, God, they just brutalized each other. It was it was really one of the group of people I was watching with. Uh, we all just kind of said, "Well, fuck you." Second match, follow that. What was the second match? United States Championship? No, I don't think so. I think it was a tag team match. 
I think it was, oh, it was New, New Day. Day. You're right. And it was good. And uh, thankfully, New Day always brings funny in between, so you get the good buffer. Mm-hmm. God damn, Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens killed each other. Oh, and the best part, the what was so great in that match, I retweeted it, that Kevin Owens made gifs of it, of when he was thrown into the table into Michael Cole, like, and then he just starts messing with him so much he's falling into cole he's wiping his hand and like smacking cole in the face he broke his glasses really yeah did you see any of i that? didn't see any of that oh did you see the match though i saw the very end of it when uh, oh my god like they were kicking the shit out of each other and uh ambrose was on the chairs owens went up and then ambrose pushed him and he hit the, ch- the tables okay and right as uh, ambrose was pushing owens uh, my friend Mickey, a uh, friend of the show who doesn't listen, yeah. was like, oh, As there's Josh table- Callahan would say, uh, fuck you, Mickey Gallier. <laughs> when did Josh Callahan come from Saskatchewan? He, he says fuck you to everyone who listens and doesn't listen. <laughs> uh, but immediately Mickey was like, oh, and there's tables outside of the ring. And I went, what? And then <laughs> he, Owens went through the tables. He summoned them. Yeah. Mickey has wizard powers. He does. Um, okay, imagine this. So... Ambrose takes Owens, throws him into the American announce table, and as Owens goes into the table, purposely, like an older brother, just like, oh, what? I slipped and fell, Mom. What? I, I wasn't hitting Michael on purpose. Like, rams into him, knocks him out of his chair, pulls him down so he can't get up. Oh, like as he's trying to, to get up, but mm-hmm. he keeps pulling it. Uh... Cole's trying to get up and get out of the way as much as he can. And nope, pulls him down like in a struggle to get up and then gets some more, uh, tries to grasp at anything to hold on to, which is Michael Cole's face, rips his glasses off uh, in his other hand, apparently breaks them uh, and then just keeps swatting at him and fucking knocking him in the face. I'll watch that. That sounds awesome. It is incredible. Is that why Michael Cole was so quiet for most of the rumble? <laughs> yeah, because he's like, mm, Kevin Owens is going to come out and pick on me again. Those are my reading glasses. I need to send home for more. See, that is the realization to me if I ever tried to go on the path of, oh, maybe I could be you know, some sort of backstage person or work within the industry in some way. Oh, that's right. That's what will happen. Someone will hate me and then immediately you abuse during me. a match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why I do this. That's why I stay behind these mics with our guests that treat us very kindly and safely. That's true. Unless they're grabbing our penises or shoving burritos in our mouth or mm-hmm. fingers. Fingers, yeah. Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff. All sorts of non-consensual things, Steve. I look, sometimes you got to bring out the old podcast broom and tell people to leave. Sometimes you could say comedy is non-consensual because you're like, oh, I'm a little tired right now. Don't make me laugh. Well, look, you can't just have your arms crossed. You got to give that 10% of laughter. If you want the comedy, then uh, it's <laughs> collapsing in on myself. <laughs> uh, so the, but that rumble match, holy hell. Holy hell. Holy hell indeed. I liked it a lot. Oh, a flare, uh, Charlotte Flair. And, um, that was cool. That was good stuff. Yeah, and but Sasha. that rumble match. Sasha. Well, we, 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 we. No, I'm more of a fan of the Rumble match. I mean, I thought it was sure. interesting, like the Divas Championship. Great if they bring back the women's belt. Probably not going to do it for a while. But no, that never. Rumble match, I was so excited. And I was I was going into it hating it because they, it was wow. Royal Rumble with the subtitle Steve, one versus all. you haven't watched all. wrestling in months. And you, already, you, went in, you went in with hate? I went heart? into it angry because I was like, they're trying to, they're going to make Reigns win. They're, Reigns is going to go in number one and he's going to defend. And, blah, 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 blah. and I was so pessimistic and pissy about it. <laughs> and then when he like got injured and left, I was like, yeah, oh wait, he's going to come back. He wasn't eliminated. Wait, he went under the bottom rope. Stupid, stupid. And then Lesnar and Wyatt family and all that was... I, like it was just awesome it was one of those great rumbles where i was like hey there's a ton of really cool shit going on sure and then reigns came back and then when he got eliminated and was it sh- like did sheamus then reigns go i think it was sheamus coming out and then that's when reigns oh he's just superman punch him that yeah. was cool but then like the final four was reigns sheamus and triple h and ambrose right yeah who got eliminated first in that four sheamus yeah, so when it was Reigns and Ambrose, and I was like, oh, man, Ambrose is next. And then when he was out, I was like, it's happening. Oh, man, I guess I'm not as upset anymore. Oh, no, I 
I went ballistic. I was like, oh, man, four minutes of awesome pay-per-view. And I already was enjoying myself. Guys, you got to know something right now. Everything that you think is the truth is a lie. Jesse the Body Ventura, uh, welcome back to the show. I'm so happy you're here. Jesse the Mind. Oh, sorry. The body is failing me currently. Uh, Jesse the Mind Ventura, welcome back to the Curtain Jerks podcast. Did you say that you enjoyed the Royal Rumble? I thought it was great. Did you have a good time watching it? Did you watch the Royal Rumble? I watched the Royal Rumble and took notes, as I always do, with anything that appears on a television set. All right. How, how'd you like it? I thought it was a great pay-per-view, and I was really excited. Even though Triple H won, I thought it was a great move. I thought it was really cool. You know, I was originally entertained by what I was seeing on the screen, and then there reached a point where I thought, what I'm seeing is not the truth. Uh, what was this point? When did you feel like you were being lied to? Do you remember a wrestler by the name of Roman Reigns? I recall there is a wrestler named Roman he Reigns. He was in the Royal Rumble that was on Sunday on the pay-per-view on the WWE Network. Yes, he entered the Royal Rumble match as champion and he, his belt was on the line. A League of Nations that is not representative of all the nations took him out they with did. Vincent Kennedy McMahon himself. At the forefront, that's right. Yeah, they took him out, and then Roman Reigns walked of his own volition outside of the ring and then left the arena. This is true. This is true. Seemingly being eliminated from the Royal Rumble and losing his championship belt. Yeah, physically it seemed like he was being eliminated even though he didn't go over the top rope. Then seemingly sometime later, apparently he felt okay enough to come out and then punch Sheamus right in the face and then still compete inside of the Royal Rumble match. Yeah, it seemed like it was a good maybe 20, 25 minutes that he was not in the match. I have come to the conclusion that I think sports entertainment is fake. Uh, what, what led you to your conclusion? Because I think if Roman Reigns really took that kind of beating, he would have stayed out of competition the entire time, needing to go to a hospital and get MRIs and x-rays and CAT scans. Now, Jesse the Mind Ventura... I was a Navy SEAL. Weren't you also... And I went through a table and I needed two days to rest in Panama in, in a hammock. But also, weren't you a professional wrestler? Exactly. I was a professional wrestler in the world of professional wrestling as we all know which is completely fake but this sports entertainment thing i think is fake oh so you were uh keeping a delineation between professional wrestling and sports entertainment it's like football in america and football in (laughs) europe two completely different things sharing a similar name but in this case Seemingly the same athletic competition, but having two different names. So, uh, what tipped you off to think that maybe these sports may be similar than you assumed? The grandiose entrances. (laughs) The music. The lights. Commentators. Guys bitching about not getting residual checks. Uh Those sort of things just sort of seem to blend together. Over 20 years, it took me to figure this out. But eventually, I think my theory is almost (laughs) a sure-gone conclusion. Uh, It sounds like a sure-gone conclusion to me, Mr. Uh, Ventura. I still have a little bit of research to do at Fastlane. Now, are you going to be going to Fastlane in person, or are you going to be watching from some sort of headquarters? I'm going to be going in disguise. Uh, well, who will you be disguised as? I will be disguised as Shane McMahon. Oh, uh, you know, I don't... To think... infiltrate and delineate. I honestly don't... Like, it might not be as, uh, um... How should, how should I describe this? I don't think it's going to be as uh, inconspicuous as you think if you're going to Shane McMahon. If Shane McMahon hasn't been in re- professional wrestling for quite some time, I think he might stand out. Exactly, because he's in sports entertainment. Oh, he's a wrestling guy, and now he's going to the sports yeah, entertainment. Yeah, son of Vince McMahon, I'll be able to get all the scoops. Because Vince McMahon has banned me from attending all events now. Really? Because I'm always asking for a check from him. Oh, so you're not going to be uh, going into the Hall of Fame this year. I've already been inducted into the Hall of Fame. But, but you're not going to be inducted as, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. Never mind. I'm sorry. It's all right. I understand. They don't want to air it because every time they air it, Vince McMahon owes me a check. How much would each uh, appearance cost if they were showing it in syndication? If they were showing it in syndication every time it's shown and every time it's watched by a viewer in full, I'm owed $1.38. 
Well, that's not too bad, but I can imagine that would either add up, or it's probably the principle of it, a thing that Vince McMahon wouldn't want to pay almost $1.40. I would say the principles are adding up. I think you're right. I'm going to uncover this. I'm going to go to Fastlane, be undercover as his son, and get all the information. And you know what I think also? What? I think Triple H is actually married to Stephanie McMahon. I don't think it's a show. I think it's a reality. Uh, Jesse, the Mind Ventura, thank you very much for joining us today. We're looking forward to your report on Fastlane after it airs. You know another thing that I think? What? Linda McMahon would make a shitty senator. You know what? That might not be so far off. That's what I think, too. Glad we're in the same mind frame. I'm looking forward to hearing your report on Fastlane, Mr. Ventura. It'll be in my new book called Mind Frame. <laughs> well, I hope you'll come on to talk about your book. Uh, well, we'll see if there'll be residual checks or not. I'll talk to our accountant. Ooh, Mind Frame. Yeah, an accountant. <laughs> Very exciting on both ends. Uh, mind Frame totally sounds like a book that Jesse the Mind Ventura would write. Or is writing. Oh. oh. <laughs> Don't negate the reality, Steve. <laughs> stay in character, stay in character. This is a podcast. Oh, no, the green screen fell. <laughs> oh, ah, the boom mic slipped. Oh, I sat down on my ping pong ball suit and I popped my ping pong balls. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> oh, T-post. T-post. reset. Stepping on the volume. Guys, that's industry talk for video games. Yeah, look, uh, not all of your favorite cutscenes in a video game <laughs> are full motion video programmed by some guy using blender and poser sometimes it's your friends scott and steve and scott gets uh pretty good at his part and steve gets a little nervous to say his lines and then they cut out both their dialogues did we ever really talk about that on this podcast i think we did like the, okay. the week after we were like hey so we're gonna be in la noir <laughs> nda 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 yeah uh, yeah we did in case you're a new listener and haven't gone back in the old uh, archives Steve and I did the video game L.A. Noir. You can find us in the instruction booklet and in the credits. You'd have to wait a while in the credits, but you can find us in the instruction booklet. Uh, we're the booklet. two old men moving the block of ice full of opium in that mission. That's mm -hmm. me and uh, that's me and Scott. They gave us the same face. Yeah. Like, I was kind of disappointed. I thought they were going to give us something else. but. And we uh, were also... I, I would recognize the scene if I saw it, but there's a gangster that the cop is confronting, and then... He's got two hoods on either side. Where are the hoods? And they reach for their guns, and the, the main cops shoot them both. And we go down. That was us. Uh-huh. I think we were also the burning, the burnt Japanese vill villagers mm -hmm. in the flashback sequence. That I think and I the got soldiers. We're yeah. also the soldiers going after those villagers. Yeah, so we're the soldiers that are there, and they're also the villagers that are in the burn ward who get shot. I also, I got to do a moment. I think you were a citizen in the town. Oh, during the riot? Yeah, and then I was the, like, a, a lead actor or, you know, a featured actor uh, being a bad guy fleeing into a car. Yeah. I was him fleeing into the car. Yeah, so guys, uh, it's not so hard in L.A., all right? Brushes with, fame brushes up against you all the time, even when you don't want it and you're on the bus. It's like a Japanese porno that you're not, you didn't know you were watching. You thought it was just a documentary about transit in the big bright city of Tokyo. And oh, is this Hero Dreams of Sushi? <laughs> And suddenly it's some poor girl that's just having four guys rub their penises, their big pixelated penises against her. Why in this documentary are they blurring out all the salmon? Yeah. Why is the salmon and the tuna being blurred out? Aren't they making a roll together? Why are those guys holding their salmon so tightly? <laughs> Why was I saying that? Ah, man. Oh, brushes sauce. with fame. Brushes with fame. Mm -hmm. Brushes with fame. Yeah. That, that was still the coolest gig I ever had. That was a really good gig. I wish we could have gotten that gig permanently. Uh, Like... Motion capture work. Didn't we do another motion capture after that? <laughs> I've done two motion captures. Really? Yeah, I can't remember. What was remember. the other one? I can't remember. I Because like, I remember there's been two situations. <laughs> Steve, uh, Human Centipede 3. <laughs> oh, that was real. That was yeah. completely practical. Yeah, you yeah. captured some motion. Yeah, I captured some motion. And then you the, passed it through. Yeah, passed it through and passed that motion on. Um, You really did another motion capture thing and you can't recall? Yeah, I thought there was two things. It was because we also did hair and makeup tests where they did weird That's 3D how we started. scans of our faces. That's how we started for that gig of them having – because they are using a, a new technology and had to do hair and makeup stuff that was unprecedented. 
Um, and then we got to do that. And then they're like, oh, we need more bodies to do the motion capture stuff. Cool. And actually, a co-writer and director of Dave Made a Maze helped get us that gig. Yeah. And then he, Bill went, on, he went on to be the lead uh, Jim Payton in Lost Planet 3. Yeah. Available now on PS3. Yeah. And Xbox 360. As well as the discount bin at, at GameStop. Yeah. Get that $4 <laughs> yeah. and have yourself a... A, 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 a frustrating sandbox time. Mm-hmm. That's what that game is. Yeah. Uh, the Rumble. The Royal Rumble, There Scott. weren't that many surprises, surprisingly. Was, surprisingly, no surpri- not a lot of surprises. However, yes. very excited with what did happen. There was a lot of cool moments, but not a lot of surprises. Who Did you and Mickey have like a, a guess of... I think this person's going to come back. Uh, I was hoping for Styles, and when he came back, okay. I was very excited. Oh, way to be right. I mean, I would have loved that Shinsuke Nakamura showed up and just won the championship, but <laughs> I think that'd be a little... You can all kiss my ass. <laughs> you can all kiss my ass, and dance, just, dance. Uh, undoes the belt and just, like, yeah. dissects it. And... <laughs> or whatever he does. I, I was kind of hoping for Scott Hall. I'm yeah, gonna... I mean, I think that would have been cool. He would have. I don't. Can he still go, Scott? Steve, I think he can go. All right. He's done DDP yoga. Yeah, gotta get flexible. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was so many like cool showdowns, like Strowman dropping Big Show and Kane. It was mm-hmm. weird and kind of like it also felt like the end of an era. It was like, oh, Kane is done. Big Show is done. That's what it felt like. It was like that was their send off. That's yeah, what it felt like. You could hear both of them go in the ring. And go all right. Here we go. Another mm-hmm. one of these. And uh, all right, I'm going to go to Norm's and get some yeah, chicken fried steak. Uh, Jericho was great. Like when mm-hmm. Jericho came out to face Styles, I thought was really cool. Jericho facing Lesnar was weird because I don't remember those two. They never, I don't remember those two touching. They never touched. They never touched. And he started, what, he chop him or something? Jericho started doing something that seemed really stupid to do to Lesnar. And Lesnar was shoving him and pushing him into the ropes fast and hard to the point where i think there's always a speed and a tempo that you're used to as a wrestler oh yeah probably especially in the rumble and then it seemed like lesnar was doing that unexpectedly to jericho at a much higher speed and uh velocity than he's used to it's like oh god oh god oh i see what they're talking about Uh, yeah (laughs) time to readjust regret regret uh yeah i think that was the other thing was seeing uh lesnar face off against wyatt face off against jericho Mm -hmm. and face and like smash Luke Harper's face. Like there was all these. The best thing about the Rumble to me is the potentials. All the potential matchups and gauging. Like, is this anything? You guys like this? Yeah. Down uh, like when Kane and Big Show chose. Like there was Kane face down somebody. Oh, Kane and Batista came face to face in one of the Rumbles once, and it was the mm-hmm. first time you'd ever see them. And it was like, and Batista was like, "Come on!" And I was like. This shit's cool. <laughs> I, I turned to my friends and I was like, this shit's cool, guys. Pay attention to this. <laughs> and then, like, just all those moments like that where you feel like you, in a rumble, you get to see multiple pay-per-view matchups, I feel like. Yeah. And, with sty- like, styles with anybody. And I was like, well, styles with anybody really is cool. Mm-hmm. That was really, I like that a lot. That was re- refreshing. Now, how did you feel about guys going in that already had a championship? Like, you got uh, always, Dean Ambrose going in there. Anytime somebody does double duty, one, I say, good for them. Sounds like a lot of fiber in their diet. <laughs> <laughs> poop. Poop. Um, but also, there was cool because that means they already had a match that evening. And they're still, like, doing a really good job. Owens came out after yeah. that awesome last man standing. Yes. And he crawled to that ring, limping like nobody's business. And I it, will get something tonight. And it looked so bloodthirsty and ruthless and cool. It looked so driven when mm-hmm. he just, like, started stomping out there. And that was, what, right before Reigns, like, crawled out of the ring when they were getting the uh, stretcher and then he walked out. I was like, if you can walk, then you have to stay in the ring. I thought like, that was the rule. <laughs> yeah, you kind of need to be eliminated. You know, you can't you can't go take a, a breather. A snoozer. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're a bad guy. Yeah. Bad guys leave the ring and then come back much later. Yeah. Not good guys. Yeah. You're not a good guy. You're a bad guy. Unless you're Santino, in which that was super exciting when uh, he came back to fight Del Rio. Mm-hmm. That was rad. But wait, what do you, But what I'm saying is like, okay, Kevin Owens pulling double duty because he's a guy that doesn't 
he didn't win the one championship, so now he gets a crack at the other championship at a at a disadvantage because he's already fought this excruciating yeah. match. But Ambrose won that match, got that title, and now he's at a disadvantage. And it's like, but you just got a title. Why are you being so greedy? There's a bunch of other guys in the back. There's three more social outcasts that could be champion. Well, I mean, I think there is Isn't being greedy, lesson? and then there's also being excited about seeing somebody again. And I'm excited to see Owens and Ambrose again. But what does the Intercontinental Championship then mean at that point? Because uh, It to... means left shoulder to go with your right shoulder World Heavyweight Championship belt. And so you can get the old gold shoulder pads. All right. Because, I mean, if Ambrose won, I would have been like, I know they've been like... We have seen a lot of people having double belts lately. Like mm-hmm. in the, in 2015, I feel like we saw that maybe once or twice. Seth Rollins. Yeah, that was rad. I did not have a problem with that. And okay. then remember the two-man power trip? Intercontinental, heavyweight, God, and... was the, that 2015? Yeah, 2015. Oh and they had the tag belts? That was a lot of gold. That was a lot of gold. That was And like it wasn't just that they had... Each guy had two. It was that together they had four. Okay. You know? Well, I mean... We got one member of the New Day in there. We got one member of the Social Outcast. I just thought it would have been... And we didn't have that many more surprises other than AJ. Well, I mean, for me, like, we got to see the guys that we wanted to see. Like, it'd be, it's great when people have chances, but, like, I wanted to see Ambrose in that Final Four, and I got to see him in the Final Two. It also seems like with as many injuries as it had with guys, it's like... Well, this is how you're going to get more injuries. Yeah. Make them pull double duty. Yeah. Go, every, go call Godfather. Yeah. And make show us show your up. favorite wrestlers until they get really hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was, I mean, I did want Daniel Bryan to come back. I thought that would have been really True. cool. Everybody wanted that. But that being said, I was not disappointed. Like when Batista came back, like, but if Batista had turned right, like right at the end when he won, that would like, maybe that would have salvaged it. I don't know. Everybody wanted Bryan. Yeah. And, like, Ambrose in the final two was huge. I think that was huge. 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 It was pretty big. Ha, huge. <laughs> oh, right in the queen's mouth. Oh, no. What is she doing here? You're going to get beheaded, don't you know? You gentlemen have spit in my mouth for the last time. Oh, that queen. She she sure doesn't like her American parliaments. Oh, certainly not. What's happening? I don't know. Don't break the reality. <laughs> Steve! <laughs> shit! Shit! Stay in it! This is a podcast. Breathe! Br- drink deep! Yeah, it was, it was really exciting. And then Raw, even more exciting. All kinds of stuff happened. The Rock returned. New Day was with uh, The Rock. Um, we had, uh, I mean, AJ Styles had his first match. What was your favorite match on Raw? AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho. Really? Yeah, very Did, unexpected. Do you think AJ knows? That he had a match? No, that it was your favorite. Oh, uh, no. I mean, I get embarrassed around him. Oh, come on. No, I mean, I... Scott, where are you going? Scott! I'm so embarrassed. No, Scott! (sighs) Oh, AJ Styles, what are you doing here? Just thought, you know, come on by. Uh, well, this feels like a really big deal, uh... Welcome back. You've been on the show only once before, Meh. and now you're on the WWE, WWE, and we're just super excited. We thought you did a great, great performance at the Rumble, and now Scott was just saying how great it was that you were on Raw versus Jericho. I mean, how does it feel to be in the WWE? Meh. Uh, well, uh, how does it, it feel to work with Jericho? Oh, man. You mean like 2016 Jericho? Yeah. I mean, whatever. Is there a year Jericho you'd prefer? Yeah, man, like 2002. Yeah, that should be tight. Yeah, but now he's all old and stuff. Oh, do you find that you guys have any common ground? Maybe because you both have that sort of Japanese sort of We uh, have kids. We both have kids. Oh, uh, do you guys, uh, like, your kids know each other? Do you, like, share parenting tips? No, his kids, I don't want my kids to hang out with his kids. Oh, oh, uh, why not? You know, like, I, you know, WWE people, you know. Well, so that brings up a very interesting point. How do you feel, like, now that you're in the WWE, do you still feel like an outsider? Do you feel like you've been welcomed to the WWE family? <sighs> Man, whatever. God. You know, are there any girls here to talk to, or is it just a bunch of dudes talking about wrestling? Uh, it's just a bunch of dudes talking about wrestling. Oh, God. PR people told me to show up here and just get the word out. 
Yeah. Well, well, you saw it. What's the word? Get Hey, we are. What's the word? You saw it. Phenomenal. All right. G- moving on. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. God, bring on the dancing girls, please. I, I, we don't have the Nitro girls. Oh, man. But, uh, hey, did you like the Nitro girls on uh, Monday Nitro? Yeah, they would have been great if they were on Raw now, but they ain't, man. No, no, I suppose they're not. Uh, What's my coolest move that I do? Styles Clash, I'm teasing it. Maybe you'll see it at some point, but yeah, I haven't hit it yet. We didn't see it at the Rumble, did yeah, you? Yeah, you didn't Raw? see it on Raw yet either. Just have to wait till Fastlane, then I'll hit it on Jericho, all right? Spoiler, boom, bang, had it. <laughs> well, uh... So, like, uh, what got you into wrestling? Oh, God. What got me into wrestling? Was it perhaps the most athletic people I've ever seen in my life? Was it Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels? Sure, man. They're great. The Uh, attitude of Hulk Hogan. Yeah, so exciting. But now he's a super racist. We can't talk about him. So cut that part out of the interview, will you please? So that way I don't get held down. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Well, like, who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Oh, man. Was it Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage? Like everybody else? Sure was. Uh, Cliche. (laughs) All right. uh, Oh, man. Samoa Joe's still in NXT. How'd you pull that off? Well, guess I got more clout because I'm a white guy. uh, Okay, uh... Well, yeah, you 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 surpassed NXT. You went right to the main roster. Oh, like, what's it like being on the road? Like, just uh, you know. oh man, what's it like driving in a car from downtown? <laughs> what do you eat? Do you go to drive-throughs or the grocery stores? How do you stay in shape? You go to a gym. There's catering. Ugh. <laughs> oh, well, fair enough. I mean, like. Do you find, like, the WWE schedules, like, different from the TNA schedule? Oh, is it different working all the time as opposed to taping 35 shows at once? <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. Are the crowds more exciting? It's different than 100 people all being scrunched in a room together. Yeah, it's a little different. Boo. <laughs> uh, AJ, I, uh... Well, I just, is AJ my real name? Uh, is, I guess it, you have to find out. Look on Wikipedia. I'm surprised you didn't do that already since you're some sort of interviewer, some professional interviewer. Thanks, Barbara Walters. <laughs> All right, let me just burn a couple of these index cards. I'll try to get through these fast. Um, uh, uh, what was my favorite match that I ever had oh, with yeah, Lockdown with Abyss? Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, with who? Abyss. Oh, right. Well, that was... All right, that... Skips that one. Oh, least favorite match. Uh, the one I'm having talking with you. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, w- uh, newest thing about joining the WWE that you didn't expect? Triple H's hands are bigger than I would have thought they were. <laughs> well, what do you miss the most uh, about leaving TNA? The smell of Dixie Carter, because she smells like pumpkin bread and fresh flowers. Uh, how do you feel about the new WWE schedule? Like oh my god, didn't you ask me that already? Uh, yeah, For was, God's uh, sakes, there are VHS tapes in this room. How old are you operating this machinery uh, on? I'm sorry, you uh, you burned some of my questions anyway you went into. Uh, you burned my britches by annoying me. <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Styles, um, are, do you, how do you feel a, a, an international tour with WWE is different from a TNA international tour or wrestling in Japan? Because they pay for it and they don't fly us in, in a chicken coop. Along with Earl Hebner, okay. All right. Uh, what what are you what are you gonna miss the most about New Japan Wrestling? The sushi, and the dancing girls, cause they know how to run a company. Now please cut that part out too, so that way I don't get held down in the card. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, what 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 do we have to expect from you from Fastlane? Winning. All right. Do you think you're gonna have a match uh um at Mania? Uh. Do you think you're going to watch WrestleMania? Uh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, then I'm going to have a match and I'm going to win. Go. All right. Uh, how do you feel that you are going to change as a performer in WWE compared to uh, in T- uh, um, New Japan or TNA? Uh, I'll change as a performer because more people will be watching. Oh, all right. Well, uh, Mr. Styles, is there anything you want to ask me as a, as a as a podcast host? Will you go fuck yourself? Uh, maybe I will. Well, good then. All right, bye. <laughs> Scott, oh my God, what? you're not going to believe it. Yeah, I I know, Steve. We're out of Dr. Pepper. We're out of Dr. Pepper? Yeah, we're out of Dr. Pepper. I wouldn't have thought it either. I just got so upset thinking about AJ Styles and how much I'd like to talk to him about his big transition. I could really go for a Dr. Pepper right now. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> not having a Dr. Pepper is really the worst thing that could have happened today. Yeah, really bad. That and not getting any matches on Tinder. Oh, oh buddy. No matches on Tinder? Not yet. Uh, so how does that work? You swipe to say yes, and then they say no? Well, it's all anonymous. You don't know. Oh, but you see faces, right? Well, uh, meaning like 
you will never know if that person had checked or not unless you got a swipe back of acceptance. Oh, or if they right. swipe you in, in the first place, you swipe back and it's like, oh, hey, look at that. Has anybody swiped you yet? What? So, like, no, man, I got a Mr. Perfect fuck me towel. <laughs> no, wait, not fuck me towel. <laughs> so, I mean, like, has no one has swiped back that you've swiped yes? Not today. Okay, but has anybody just straight up swiped you and you then you can say yes when, or no? Well, yes, there's been times when you when you swipe somebody and then it's an immediate match because they already had swiped yes to you. Oh, you wow. Have to both, you have to both approve in order for there to be the connection of speaking to one another. Oh. Or have... having no accountability where one person doesn't follow up at all and say anything to that person. Oh, boy. Very exciting times we live in. Yeah. Dating. Dating in this modern age. I think I'd be really good at it, except that I'm married, so I can't. Mm, I guess that's true. Yeah. You'd be a catch on the Tinder. You think so? Oh, yeah. Nah, I mean, I'm funny. I'm not, uh, I don't have a handsome mindset. That's what I discovered the other day. What do you mean by that? It means, uh, as a handsome man, I can say this. Yeah, you used to be uh, way more handsome, I by used the way. to be fucking way more handsome. Yeah. Like, I don't know how John and... Stamos kept it up, but... Yeah. <laughs> I know how. Goat's blood. Uh, uh, as a handsome man, I can say this. I don't have the handsome man mentality in which I can get away with anything because I'm handsome. I do the exact opposite. I can't get away with anything because I'm handsome. I, I'll be. I'll say, like, oh, I can't do that. People will notice if I do that, and then I'll be villainized. You've gone to hipster ham- handsome, I'd say. Oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm like, uh, I look like a sick Zach Galifianakis. Like, I, I'm round in the face. If Zach Galifianakis, like, stopped eating for a while. That's kind of what I look like. I like think. Baskets, Zach Galifianakis. I haven't seen Baskets. I've it, heard good things. It just debuted. It just debuted. He's thinner. Yeah, I'm like... So uh, he'll have the, he'll have the uh, hate of, like, ah, you're funnier when you're fat. I think I'm like Academy Awards Jonah Hill right now. That's how I feel physically. No. Yeah, like, you know, thin. But, like, your body doesn't look like it should be. Yeah, but that has expectations of people on you going, like, come on, man, you used to be funny and fat. Oh, yeah. I used to just be funny and devilishly, devastatingly handsome. Do you think Kevin Owens will be, will do like the Dennis Nedry, uh, you know. Slim down? The the Wayne Knight slim down when people are like, man, you used to be way cooler when you're a big fat dude. No, because Owens isn't a big fat dude. He's, well, he's got a gut. No, that's not a gut. That's a big love engine. <laughs> Watch out. Well, if <laughs> Miss he, Owens. If he tunes that engine up. <laughs> No, he's he looks like a uh, Marlon Brando in On the Waterfront. <laughs> right, but uh, okay, like think of he's a beefcake, bro. <laughs> Barrett had trimmed down significantly, but he got all cut, so it's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of someone if there was any ever a point like, okay, remember uh, Hulk Hogan, you know, '80s WWF, very big. big and huge WCW Thunder and Paradise Hogan, slim. Yeah, that's TV, man. Like, kind of gaunt and stuff. You TV know? fucks you up. They got all those executives whispering in your ear like, hey, looking good pretty, uh, looking good and pretty there, Hogan. You know what would look better? Abs, you fat piece of shit. But yeah, but doesn't that, didn't that lessen? Who left that executive on this set? <laughs> didn't that lessen Hogan in your mind? Oh, when he got thinner? Yeah. I mean, what you know what lessened me in, uh, lessened him in my mind? It was Hollywood Hogan. He's a real jerk, Scott. <laughs> Lost a lot of respect for him. <laughs> That's... Movies will do that to you. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's what Hollywood does to you. I'm trying to think of anybody. Okay, Macho Man, when he swelled up. Like, he, uh, he, he got, he, like, a big swollen thumb. He swole up, but then when he trimmed down for TNA, I was worried about him. Right, but he 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 had reached his max capacity of all body mass in WCW. And that, that, I mean, that didn't lessen him, but it was like, oh, God. I think he's, he's like the, he's like Thunder. And Big Trouble in Little China, I think he's just going to explode. Uh, but, I mean, CM Punk on ECW on Sci-Fi, like, when he bulked up, he like, my addiction is wrestling and an entire turkey. <laughs> it's like, jeez, well, he brushes his teeth with protein shakes. Well, I didn't know a thin CM Punk, so that was the punk I knew. It was just like, oh, that uh, guy's very big. At the end of his run, I feel like he was still fit, but he's like, everybody thought he was small, right? Yeah. And now I bet he's like twice as small because he's all uh, MMA fighting trim. Yeah, you can't be you can't be bulky. Yeah, you does can't, you no good. You can't be a bad guy in an '80s movie in the bar who's like, "Hey, 
why don't you let your sweetheart over here for a little while? And you're like, back off, mister! And that guy smashes a plate on his own head and takes you out. Yeah, you can't be the rock constantly swelling and de-swelling. He, that's water weight. I don't know what I'm talking about. Good lord, is that water weight? Well, I, He's just got to pee and it's all gone. No, like, the rock, whenever you see him, he's pouring sweat. Like... I don't. They don't. I don't think they grease him up anymore. I think he just walks out there, and his body is a nuclear like metabolism furnace. Yeah. So as soon as he's in a crowd, it just sweat pours off that dome of his. That'd be, that would feel miserable. I my body doesn't function that way. There's not a lot of stuff I, I do it. where I sweat. When I work out and I like reach for a book on the shelf and start pouring sweat, I'm like. That's my body saying, you've been working out. Really? So yeah. after the fact? So you've worked out? When I'm in good shape, I sweat constantly. Really? Yeah. Like, it's weird. Like, Ew. I'm, like, pouring sweat, and I'm like, normally I'd be really grossed out by it, but instead I'm like, oh, no, it's just my body being like, feed me protein or I'll make you suffer. <laughs> yeah, I've not known that Who feeling. let that personal trainer on this set? <laughs> it's reality. Hold it. Um, Yeah, I've ne- I, I guess I've never been in that good of shape to where my body... Uh, says good or bad things. It wasn't it's just that always good shape. maintaining. It's always putting band-aids over the the steam pipes that are blowing at all, all times in my. It wasn't that good shape. System. It was just like going working out three times a week or more. Was that your boxing days? Yeah, boxing days. I was like, I remember like sweating while I was driving somewhere and be like, well, this is strange. Are you gonna do something like that again? You gonna do some Brazilian jiu-jitsu? I might do jujitsu at some point i can't go back to boxing just because it's bad for my back and my head mm. which sucks i really miss it a lot really yeah but i can't i just can't go back to it you can't do any forms of boxing like you can't even just uh do the, well, the I heavy bag or I, something? I, I, I don't think i can do a heavy bag the hardest part was getting hit and sparring well don't get because hit. my well <laughs> steve don't get hit yeah okay. come on <laughs> You know what? I should have responded to Muhammad Ali's voice message. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. Um, but it was like tensing up when I get hit, and I also think I tense up when I throw. So like if I'm hitting a heavy bag, like it's just tension in my shoulders and back, and then I get really bad migraines at night. And it sucks because I don't hurt afterwards. Afterwards, mm-hmm. I feel great. And then by the end of the day, I just have really bad migraines. Was there ever sharding? I would feel like if I were to box uh, and get hit, I would shart. Uh, I do remember being like sparring and like, I remember the, uh, the bell going and I was like, I was starting to get faint. Like, Ooh. so when I, I know when I'm really like my body goes to exhaustion, like my head starts pounding and I'm like, Ooh, this is getting bad. And then also at the same time, like when your insides turn to water and I'm like, Ooh, that's not good. So I like made it through and then I took my mouth guard out and was like, I gotta take a break. Ran to the bathroom and just liquid shit. No. Yeah. And that was like my body being like. You've hit peak exercise. <laughs> we no longer can retain water or pro- or protein mass. Max level. Yeah. And then I was Do like, you wish to sleep? And I was like, ugh. I got Save out of, progress. I got out of there four pounds lighter. And then it was like, back in the ring. You got another one. And I was like, all right. And I felt better, but I was still like faint. Oh. Yeah. This sounds terrible. Again, a reminder of why I don't do physical things. I mean, I never threw up, but I, I there's been plenty of times that I've worked out and thrown up just because someone's like, yeah, let's go for it. Like, move this, jump there, blah, blah, blah. Like, doing CrossFit before CrossFit was a thing. I just remember my friend was like, yeah, now throw this around. And I was like, okay, just a moment. And I just threw up, like, <laughs> <laughs> coffee and raspberries because that's all I had that morning or something gross. I remember there was one time where I, I was going to a trainer and he was all about bulking me up and so worked me out like crazy and then uh, gave me the heavy protein stuff and told me to eat this gigantic meal and then drink the protein thing and I did all that and uh, and I went, oh, something doesn't feel right. Blur! <laughs> <laughs> Got rid of all of it and went... Okay, I feel better now. That was way too much for my body to handle. That's funny because you're, like, in my mind, you can eat anything and any quantity of it. I think it was the working out and that. And I mean, it's, it's like when Homer, uh, in The Simpsons, when Homer uh, puts everything in bar form. So he takes the five pounds of spaghetti yeah. and puts it into a bar and then uh, takes one bite and then goes, hmm. And then he calls the hospital for an ambulance. I think that's what happened. Like, it was very casual. I wasn't like, oh, I'm in a lot of pain. Was Just, that before the workout or after the workout? After. So, workout, eat a gigantic meal, oh, and boy. then the gigantic protein shake. 
Yeah, I could see that just not being pleasant <laughs> at all. I bet barfing felt great. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love retching <laughs> against your non-consensual self? Have you ever had the dry heaves? Yes. That's the worst. Yeah. A yeah. big all-out splorch is the best. That made me realize uh, I can't do stomach pain. So if I were a wrestler and taking splashes, uh, no, it'd be the worst. I would... I'd, I'd, <gasps> reversal every time. There's no way. There's no way you're landing on me. It hurts. It hurts. I don't want it. It hurts. All right, Scott, so we're going to need to take this frog splash, and then you're going to roll out of it, and you're going to, well, you're going to get the pin. Hey, uh, no, Neville, here's what's going to happen. Uh, hey, don't tell anybody what I really sound like, all right? Count out. I'm going count out, okay? Wait, what? I can't jump out of the ring. I'm not allowed to do that. No, that's fine. Count out. You win. All right, you think I look like Daniel Bryan with his red trunks on? No, you look like a silly dick gnome. All right, well. Once I see you out there, next time you hear me, I'm going to pretend to have that accent, all right? All right. All right. Because <laughs> he can fly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> see, we got a new champion. This is a... I, and by new, I mean old. the same guy yeah, again the 16th. for the 14th time. Is it his 14th time? I believe it's his 14th time. You'd be right. Whoa! You were hiding behind the curtain there. Look, a lot of people call me Paul. A lot of people call me Triple H. But you can call me champion. Scott and I received serious. Well, the WWE champion Triple H is here in the studio right now. Uh, yeah. Please don't hit the equipment. Uh, well, this right here. You you know that some people were expecting it. Uh, I think it was very last minute that the idea of you coming out happened. That you'd be number thirty and you'd be the guy, and then you'd win it all. Happened. Did you think that this came as a surprise to many of the fans? Uh, I think a really important pay per view is for the last like ten or fifteen minutes. You really just want to make sure that uh, yeah, you know, you just kind of want to make sure that people are surprised. Well, I was surprised. I really didn't think it was going to happen. You know, I can tell because, you know, you're a diehard wrestling fan. So, I mean, it's important that we get out there and just switch your batteries around and make sure the remote still works. What? Switch your batteries around make sure the remote still works. Wait, are you, t- are you saying to switch the batteries out of something else to put in the remote so the remote still works? No, no, no. The remote's wrestling, right? Okay. And then, like, the batteries are in there and the remote works. Sure. But sometimes the remote stops working. Wrestling's like, well, it's not working the way I want it to. Hey, so what you do is you just take the batteries out and you swap them around. You just so, you flip them. So you're saying that wrestling wasn't quite working with uh, these newer stars like a Seth Rollins or a Roman Reigns? Not yet. The new, the new stars where they were. So yeah. what we had to do was switch those new stars and put them down at the bottom and put the old batteries back on the top. I see. I don't know if everybody would necessarily agree that that hey, was... Hey, I, I know a lot of people don't agree with it, but a lot of people are stumbling around in the dark without flashlights at work. Or not being able to turn the TVs on. Wait, because you took the batteries out of the No, because the batteries the are old and they didn't swap them around like I did with wrestling. I see. I'm married to Stephanie McMahon. What? Why? I'm married. You know I'm married to Stephanie McMahon. Uh, yeah, I think we all know that. Yeah. Okay, I don't know why that was necessary to Big strong out. legs on that lady. Okay, that's odd. What else is strong on her? Uh, her voice. Sure. That is a woman who can project, all right? I don't want to say it's acting, but you know, we're performers in the ring. I just think it's really important that we recognize what a great actor she is. Okay, well. Not all of us can be actors. Stephanie McMahon can't. No, no. Hey, hey is she going to be in any WWE films coming up uh, like yourself? <laughs> can't talk about it, but you know she's going to have a trilogy. What? Yeah. She's going to have a trilogy? It's a space opera. She's going to be playing the Han Solo part. Yeah, you know, kind of a Princess Leia Han Solo type. Steph Solo? Yeah, Steph Solo. It's all her by herself on a galactic freighter. Okay. She talks to her robot pals. That's not her by herself, then. What? That's not her by herself. Talks to her robot pals, and then she's got to make sure everybody's life... You know, make sure everybody's life support's still working, allocating resources to the oxygen and the robot system, making sure that a, you know, a giant freighter can make it to the planet, and, you know, making sure that terraforms for the future of the planet, because, you know, pollution's really bad. We're working on the script right now. So it's it's a political message. It's a political message. Sure. Triple H... You are back in the spotlight again. You're going to be main eventing WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. I mean, about time. <laughs> again. You're main eventing WrestleMania again. Yeah, all these other jackoffs, they can do it. Sometimes you just got to get to the top. 
You are especially wiry today. Is it because you're champion again? Yeah, I just got my dick signed for this championship belt, man. I'm so excited. You know, brother, this is how it works. Well, you were really excited because you were, I think this is the first time you've ever been the corporate champion with a shaved head because you came out on Raw with suit on, undid the suit with championship there on your waist, and then you're gloating. And then when you got in the ring, uh, it seemed a little... You're like you're a little rusty with doing all the poses and stuff because you've been a corporate guy, and then Stephanie ended up getting you a bottle of water so you could do the spit. Yeah, I mean sometimes they just don't have it ready for your gorilla position. But I mean, look, I just got a really big jean jacket with a leather vest, or vice versa. I can't even remember; it's been so long, and I like to keep a couple of waters in there. I mean, is this? Are you are you out of touch with this now? I'm mean, out of touch. What is that even supposed to mean? I mean, it's a new generation with the rest. So, you know, just people are tweeting. What? <laughs> People are tweeting. Yeah, you just gotta make sure everything's social media friendly. We're a global business now. I mean, I'm still one of the boys, but I, you gotta think about it. You just gotta make sure that you're the rock out of championship and pay like media. Have you been watching a lot of Police Academy movies lately? <laughs> no, I'm just super stoked. Well, you seem thrilled. Like, you just keep sitting back, and you're excited, and you put, you're pulling yeah, the mic Yeah, hey, look, you. if you want to be excited, we've got 100,000 people who can be at WrestleMania. Okay. And, but, like, 600,000 of them are going to be uh, just, like, super wrestling fans. And we're going to have Stone Cold what? Steve Austin main event, and I'm going to beat him. I, wait, hold I'm on. I'm going to defend the title against Stone Cold Steve Austin WrestleMania. I, now, Stone Cold has made it perfectly clear that he is not going to yeah, be competing. I'm going to be defending against Stone Cold Steve Austin, Brock Lesnar, it, what? Big John Studd. Uh, well, one of those people are dead. <laughs> is Brock Lesnar okay? <laughs> no, no, he's fine. Big John Stunt is, uh, long dead. Oh, yeah, well, but just fantasy casting, you know. Okay. It's the it's the granddaddy of them all, Scott, not for you. Okay, well, here's a question, Triple H. It, it appears that it's going to be Roman Reigns versus you. That's what speculation is. Oh, yeah, he's the top guy right now. Everybody's got their big old thumb on Roman Reigns being pushing him up. Is that really going to sell 100,000 seats? Uh, it is if we say it is. Is it gonna? No, no. Maybe get Dean Ambrose in there and make it like a hell in a cell or something cool. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I, I, I'm glad that you admit to that, that maybe that's not the greatest main of all time. It's it's a, an exciting main event, but I don't know if that's the main event. Oh, uh, you mean like records. me and me versus The Rock for the WWE heavyweight title? I mean, it's, it seems a little selfish that with these records trying to be broken, that you put yourself back in that position to break those records. Hey, look, sometimes you just got to go to the top and make sure those guys know where to pull the water from. Uh, the gorilla position? That's right. Okay, with the batteries in the remote. Yeah. Because you got to switch them up every so often. Yeah, sometimes you just got to put Triple H back on top, which is good for business. Well, I mean, some might argue that it could be someone else that might be more exciting, you know? All right, well, who's your dream opponent versus Triple H in the main event of WrestleMania? No, no that's not exactly <laughs> well, what I'm... Hey, look, I got an imagination. Let's play your game, all right? Oh. It's time to play the game. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, look... I almost missed that. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're still quick-witted enough to... It's time to be quick-witted! <laughs> I mean... You know, we're talking new stars. You know, what about AJ Styles? Oh, man. AJ Styles versus Triple H for the WWE Heavyweight title at WrestleMania? Yeah. Seems a little rash. What? How does it seem a little rash? Uh, Look, hey, because he's a little rash. Oh, that's not nice. All right. I guess we'll look. A lot of people got a lot of faith in Styles. We're probably going to put him a couple of papers before that. But, you know, like, get him a Mania main event before Punk. Come on. That skinny, fat piece of shit. Okay, what about Kevin Owens? Uh, that'd be pretty cool. You know what would be better? Triple H versus CM Punk for the heavyweight title WrestleMania, 100,000 people. Are you trying to make amends right now with CM Punk? Hey, I'm not making amends. I'm just saying you can always call him. The door's always open for him. Is it? Yeah. Okay. If you can find the doorknob, the stupid. <laughs> Why wouldn't he be able to find the doorknob? Because he's got hit in the head so many times from MMA. He has a- I could do MMA. Could you? Yeah, I, you just uh, need another boner to hold up my new UFC belt. Another boner. No. Okay. I got this boner holding up my belt because I'm so excited I won the heavyweight title. Yeah, look. Oh, oh, I, I, I Look, I got a lot of respect face, for this. Who would you face in, in MMA? Who would I face? Uh, easily Sakuraba. <laughs> I'm surprised you know who that is. Yeah, I don't know his first name, but it's of the Japanese. Look, Triple H. I think- All right, fine. BJ Penn. Guess what he's going to be giving me after the match? What? A pen, because he's really respectful of what I have to say and write. 
Okay, Triple H, I think you're being far too chauvinistic right now. Hey, uh, look, I can't help it if I got all this gold around my waist. Yeah, you... <laughs> Why are you biting it? <laughs> it's real. <laughs> all right, uh, look, you know, you Flair's on TV, you're doing this, you know... I guess you're right. Maybe it is time to switch up the batteries and put in the old guys back in again and feature them. But, you know, maybe people want to see new stars. Hey, look, it's a legend revolution, all right? <laughs> what? <laughs> a legend revolution. No, I heard the words. I yeah, was just surprised. a legend revolution. Ric Flair, Triple H, Undertaker. Chris Jericho? Uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> you might get an invite to the party. Why are you to the big Jericho? Dance. You guys still hate each other? Hey, look, he knows what he did. What did he do? You want to know? I do. Yeah. He worked out his pecs till they fell off. And I'm a big pec guy. Oh, and that upset you? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. Do you want to plug anything before you go? Yeah, I mean, so WWE presents WrestleMania on the road there. You can stop at Fastlane if you're, like, interested or something. Whatever, I'll be there. Or will I? I don't know. Will you? I'll probably be in gorilla position. Uh, one Slapping butts as they go out. One last thing. Yeah. Sting going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> hey, did you see that one-hour special about uh, WrestleMania Silicon Valley yeah. on after the Rumble? It seems like you speak on behalf of Sting because in the teaser you just kept saying, Oh, oh he's nervous so Sting. nervous. <laughs> little, little prissy Sting boy is going to pee his scorpion pants. Yeah, that seems really unfair that... Sting oh get... no, don't look at me. I'm Sting. I got pee all over my band leader trench coat. Mm. Yeah, that, that doesn't seem fair. Did you see him hug Vince McMahon? You know what Vince McMahon said to me after uh, Sting hung him, uh, hugged him at uh, WrestleMania? What did he say? So Sting hugged Vince McMahon. He was like, thank you for the opportunity. Vince McMahon was like, uh-huh. As soon as Sting left, uh, Vince McMahon was all like, oh, no. <clears throat> he got face paint all over my shirt. <laughs> That sweaty guy got face paint all over my, all over my shirt. Triple H, are you doing an impression of Vince McMahon right it's now? My, it's my Vince McMahon. No, I'm Vince McMahon. <laughs> well, um, I... Hey, I have this idea for, for, for Royal Rumble Triple H. You come out at 30 and you win the belt. <laughs> so that was his idea. That was Vince McMahon's yeah, idea. Yeah, I, I agreed to it. Okay, well, you know I agree to congratulations it. on all your continued success that you have a part of making for yourself. Thank you. Uh, that, you know, that your family uh, oversees and that you decide and that you'll get paid a lot of money to be main eventing WrestleMania. It's been a long journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sure has. Uh, congratulations on all your success. Uh, thank you, Scott. I'll receive you. Okay. Oh, well, geez, you know. Guy just kind of fell into it, you know? <laughs> Sometimes right place, right time, Scott. Right place, right time, right wife. <laughs> and right bod. Let's be serious. Yeah, man. that That's physical perfection right there. Uh, killer bod. Killer bad. Killer bad. Guys, that wraps up this episode of Curtain Jerks. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud. Give us that like. Give us some comments on there. You can be interactive with us. We can comment back. We can have a dialogue. I'm behind on all things Twitter. I apologize for that. Apologize for not being able to tweet out during the Rumble. You guys have said a lot of nice things. I'm going to get back to it and um, check back up on that. Of course, Pro Wrestling Loot. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Use that promo code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S. Get 10% off your first loot. It's all kinds of gear just sent to your place with just a subscription. It's so easy. And you get all this cool stuff, and you won't get fucked. Or you will, depending on which towel you get. Or who's consensually with you and into it. That's right. Hopefully somebody. <laughs> and they're sentient. Yeah. Preferably they swiped too. Yes. Uh, also, 16-Bits Podcast, the comedy video game podcast I do with the hilarious Josh Callahan. Commercial actor Josh Callahan? That's right. And if you interact with us on that show... He'll give you a fuck you, a guaranteed Josh Callahan fuck you, patented uh, by Josh Callahan for Josh Callahan. And don't forget to review the 16-Bits podcast on Steam. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's on there. You can send him a game and he'll not beat it. Although that's his mission now. He's got 12 games and 12 months to beat. What has he beat so far? Uh, he's working on the master plan. He's only got a couple days left in January. All right. So it's very exciting. I've already beat three games this month. Sounds like I've got a couple days to find out what the master plan is. Sure do, buddy. What have you beat this month? Uh, Watch Dogs. Ooh. Transformers Devastation. Nice. And I Forget. Oh, that, that's, that, uh, that's that one by Obsidian, right? The guys who did Hard Rain? 
<laughs> Valiant Hearts, uh, the Tale of War, or whatever. It's... Oh, Valiant Hearts, like two point five or whatever it is. Uh, I it was the only version on Xbox One. Hey, don't mean to make you uncomfortable. Congratulations, guys. It's good. It's good. All three games, no, two games were really good, and one was all right. All right. Uh, so yeah, check that uh, show out. It's very enjoyable. And Wrestling Compadre Slamcast, always a great time. Go check that out as well. iTunes and YouTube for that show. Um, it's a very exciting time. We're rolling on the road to WrestleMania. I uh, can't wait to hear you guys' thoughts about everything that's gone on. Facebook us, Twitter us, all that stuff. And we'll be back with more funny. And oh, go uh, sure check out that Vendetta episode last week. We watched Vendetta, the WWE prison action movie starring The Big Show and Dean Cain. Good piece of business. Good piece of bloody business, that movie. That's a very fun episode, too. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. That Jeremy Ironhide. <laughs> now that's a motion picture armor. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the reality. <laughs> Keep the reality. All right, so for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.